Hi, and welcome to Seen and Heard. My name is Allison Tristo, and I'm the community field representative at Western United Dairies. Today, the CEO of Western United Dairies, Anya Radabaugh, is coming on the podcast to give us the Sacramento update. So let's get into it. Pacific Gas and Electric is here to remind you that signs keep you safe. Sections of our natural gas transmission pipeline travel underground and beneath agricultural land. For the safety of you, your family, and your employees, pipeline markers are placed to indicate the approximate location of the pipe as a reminder to use extra care. Removing a pipeline marker creates a serious safety hazard. To have additional markers placed or report damaged or missing markers, please call your PG&E account manager or our Agricultural Customer Service Center at 877-311-3276. To learn more, visit www.pge.com agsafety. Remember, signs keep you safe. Yosemite Farm Credit is the farmer's choice for agriculture financing. As a farmer-owned cooperative, we are dedicated to serving our neighbors in the agriculture community with financial products and services tailored to your operation and backed with the relationship you can trust. Whether you're purchasing real estate, making improvements to the dairy, or wanting to purchase or lease equipment, we're here to help our members prosper. Visit our website at yosemitefarmcredit.com to find a branch location nearest you. So today we have Anya Radabaugh, the CEO of Western United Dairies, on the podcast to give a Sacramento update as well as a Landflex update. So Anya, do you want to start by talking about SB 348? Yeah, we'll talk about the SB 348 since um, Western's, I think we've done a decent job this year of killing, suspending, or removing other threats to dairies' existence in the state pretty early on. But SB 348 is authored by Senator Nancy Skinner, uh, who has long been an ally of the dairy and and agricultural industry. Her her real bias is in favor of school lunch programs, making sure that there is an increased access for the school's lunch programs, reintroduced WIC, SNAP, all the things that go into it. So Nancy's, uh, excuse me, Senator Skinner has been a huge ally to the dairy industry over on the course of her career in Sacramento. And this particular bill is very much in line with her um, philosophy that we should be providing fresh and nutritious local ingredients to students as part of the free and reduced school lunch program. And so Western agrees. Uh, We've always sought to ensure and increase access to um, locally produced products, mostly including dairy and beef. Um, and Senator Skinner has been a really good ally, ally excuse me, um, throughout that process. So this year, she introduced a bill called SB 348, which essentially broadly says that 
there should be a 25 gram limit on any sugar consumption as part of a school lunch program. Which, if you really start to read packages, um, and let's assume for a moment that the child goes to school and receives breakfast and lunch, um, it's really easy to hit that 25 grams of sugar if that's the arbitrary limit. And so even in a lunch program where the, the kid might have access to like an apple and a cinnamon roll and chocolate milk and like if it was a mac and cheese meal, you're talking about a very um, arbitrary gram limitation on sugar. And so what Western has, we've partnered up with uh, the Dairy Institute, Ag Council, the Dairy Council of California to seek uh, professional guidance. And as, as our members may recall, or those listening, those supporters of Western, we do have a full-time hired um, nutritionist in the capital now, um, Amy Myrtle Miller, um, who actually has... Um, as, a, as part of Western staff, she is lobbying this bill with our lobbying team. Um, we figured since we've made such good progress the last several years on the school lunch programs, it was definitely worth our wait um, to maintain the space that we have defended so far and, and keep keep a good eye on, on uh, this activism that seems to happen in the school lunch program. And so um, we will be done. He has essentially sought to work with Senator Skinner to offer a series of amendments that hopefully help meet her objectives, which is ultimately to reduce sugar consumption. But what we are trying to avoid on its surface is that there would be a comparison between, say, a cinnamon roll, you know, and a, a jug of chocolate milk. Like these are, or, or a slice of cheese. These are completely false comparisons. And so the amendments that Senator Skinner has accepted from Western um, have to do with nutrition density. Um, there are a number of excellent nutritionists and dietary guidelines. This is where both the work of the Dairy Council and um, our team member, Amy Miller, come in. You have to make sure that students aren't just getting some arbitrary sugar limitation because the government said so. You actually need to follow the pediatric science that suggests that some students may have higher calorie needs than others. Um, there may be different weights and sizes. And, you know, um, if there's an athletic child that's doing, you know, soccer and tennis and sports, these are all things that the dietitians involved in our amendments have offered up. So Senator Skinner is working with us on that. Um, it's been, it's starting to get a little challenging because the, um, anti-dairy slash vegan, you know, meat is not on the menu. Activists have started to come into the later session piece, which is always what we're worried about. Um, and so our amendments right now um, have to do with ensuring grade limitations, weight limitations, but mostly, and I can't stress this enough for our members, we are leaning into the weight, the nutrition density and the weight of that nutrition density. So for example, a cinnamon roll may have 400 calories and, you know, 50 grams of sugar and a, you know, jug of chocolate milk and cheese also has 400 calories. But what those things, you know, really are distinguished by is the amount of protein, calcium, magnesium and other minerals that come with it. Um, that is something a cinnamon roll cannot offer to kill, to children. So, so far we've been successful um, for better or worse. It does unfortunately look like it's going to be a floor fight. 
which um, usually I would say uh, is a really bad place to head towards the end of the year. I don't like floor fights. I think anybody that looks forward to them is sick. Um, they are not a positive thing for agriculture because we just, um, we have to flex a lot of muscles and that's a lot of chips to get called in. So as we engage uh, Senator Skinner, we're hopeful that she takes all of our amendments so that we can shut some of these um, vegan activists down. But in the meantime, it has been building a very positive argument to continue the school lunch program and the free and reduced programs, including the ones in SNAP and WIC, to focus on nutrition density as opposed to an arbitrary calorie or gram limitation. So more information as that comes through, um, July is about halfway over now, which means that uh, there are a number of so policy committee deadlines that have already happened. Everything that goes forward now um, is kind of the minutia uh, that will be determined in August as we start to wind down the legislative session, which this year is a, quite a bit longer than normal, um, depending on where you sit in the Capitol or if you're just out in the fields trying to get ready for um, you know, fall plantings, it's not really matters much. It just means that um, up till about September 11th this year, September 10th, there will be a significant amount of tomfoolery that happens potentially in the Capitol where otherwise we would be able to say by August 31st, the session's over. Um, so yeah, I think uh, we're doing we're doing good work there. Um, as always, I would put it out <clears throat> to our members. We're going to put some information about uh, SB 348 on the website. You may need to look forward to some member engagement on that, usually a, a, a campaign to either your assembly member or senator, um, some direct interaction. But I think I think we're on a good track. It's just been um, kind of surprising because these moments where we're talking about arbitrary limitations don't just affect dairy versus non-dairy or vegan activists. They actually affect agriculture. Um we have a challenge in the space um, where you don't want to sacrifice one group in agriculture over another. Um, but that's what happens in these floor fights, which is why I said I don't look forward to them. Um, I do not want to have to have a sugar conversation with people from the fruit industry, for example. Um, they don't want to have a sugar conversation with me or the soybean lobby, which doesn't really exist in California, but hopefully people get my point. Um, when you start to parse out what is good um, food versus bad food, everybody loses. And so that's why nutrition weight is where we're leaning in on. But again, um, it's not going to be a popular amendment through all of those representing agriculture, which is unfortunate, but our members can look forward to that, unfortunately. So, Anya, do you have anything else you'd like to tell the producers about this bill or anything else that's going on up in Sacramento? Well, um, the the wonderful thing about the empowerment that our members have given us is stepping forward into, I think, different communication light. Um, so having the ability to talk to you all on a podcast, um, I do get a little bit of a stool here to preach. Um, this is why it is my opinion and the board's opinion that making sure in, in an example like SV348, it is so important not to have lobbyists that represent you that are conflicted. Um, you need to be able to, with certainty, know that when people are walking into the Capitol and negotiating a deal on your behalf, that you're the only one paying them to do that. 
And um, I hate that, but this is um, the challenge with such a small pool of people representing agriculture is um, you got a lot of people that represent multiple commodities, um, but someone's going to end up on the side of a bill that um, is in direct conflict with the other. And so I wish it wasn't like that. I always see at least one or two of these bills a year. Um, it would be nice to suggest that we could all meet behind closed doors and get along. Um, but I am paid to cut a deal on behalf of our dairy farmers, and that's what I'm going to do. So until I'm directed differently, uh, that's that's the goal here is to make sure that dairy has a very prominent place on our local free and reduced school lunch menu. We will keep everyone updated on SB340. And thank you, Anya, for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks again, Anya, for coming on the podcast, and thank you to those who are listening. If you would like a notification when a new episode releases, you can subscribe to the podcast. Have a good week. Are you tired of hearing that the main way to save water is fallowing? Are you tired of seeing articles about how alfalfa and corn waste water? At Common Good Water, we combine the best-in-class subsurface drip system and precision crop management services, including pest control. Our verification program qualifies for public funding, and we want to help you continue farming in California. Contact your groundwater sustainability agency and ask how you can work with Common Good Water. Visit commongoodwater.com. Did you know that you can turn your dairy manure into cash? Bennett Environmental is offering above-ground dairy digesters at no cost to you. These systems can also remove nitrates from your lagoons to help you comply with water board regulations. Our proven above-ground technology will generate income for your dairy into the foreseeable future. Because we truck the renewable natural gas off-site, your dairy can profit regardless of your location. Bennett Environmental, turning your wastewater liabilities into sustainable assets. Learn more at bennett-environmental.com. Thank you to the Western United Dairy's generous business sponsors, The Morning Star Company, Holt of California, Farm Credit Alliance, PG&E, Arata, Swingle, Van Egmond and Goodwin Law Offices, Yosemite Farm Credit, F&R Ag Services, Moss Energy Works, California Dairy Magazine, Bennett Environmental, and Common Good Water. We appreciate our sponsors and thank them for their continued support. While Western United Dairies respects the varied views of our guests, please note that the opinions expressed in the Seen and Heard podcast may not necessarily reflect the positions of the Western United Dairies Board of Directors or our sponsors. If you would like more information on how to sponsor Western United Dairies or this podcast, please send us an email at info at wudairies.com. Mm-hmm.